0: Hello and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I am Mike Kaiser with Centric Consulting. And today I have the pleasure of talking with Bafana Mehta, Assistant Vice President at Cincinnati Children's uh, Hospital Medical Center, which also I am seeing from the website is uh, been ranked number one, uh, uh, children's hospital by U.S. News and World Reports earlier this year and is a uh, number two for NIH funding for research. Uh, so what we plan to cover today is, uh, first off, a little bit uh, about you, then uh, some topics on on leadership and, and, and strategy and change management. Uh, so first then, can you tell me a little bit about your background and, and journey that led you to your current role?
1: Thanks, Mike. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, yeah, so I have a very, uh, you know, somewhat of a traditional IT background, if you will. I have my uh, bachelor's in computer engineering. And I started my career as an application developer, uh, you know, using working on Y2K projects back uh, in the day, if you remember, and then really moved on to, into developing more of uh, custom application architecture, moving into system integration. So data integrations, you know, system to system interfaces. And um, then about 10, 10, 12 years ago, actually it was in 2012, when I actually moved into uh, working for our quality improvement department. So I should have started at the beginning. I've been with Cincinnati Children's for 25 years. So my uh, most of my journey has been with, that, with them. Uh, so uh, backtracking a little bit again, uh, right? Uh, went to mo- work for the quality improvement department. And that is really where I saw us using data to improve outcomes, to improve experience. That was my first foray. Because uh, before then, I had built systems that collected data. I had done inter- interfaces that moved data, right? Uh, but really, now I was seeing how data was being leveraged at the front line. And that really piqued my interest. So, uh, you know, I I had completed uh, some, you know, my, my MBA back then, uh, by then. But then I was so intrigued by clinical informatics that I went ahead and completed my uh, master's certificate in that uh, as well to learn more. And, you uh, know. Then I got a chance, you know, once I kind of developed that that kind of team, I took a leadership uh, role, really, in our quality improvement department, developing a business intelligence team, a data infrastructure team. And it gave me more insight into what was really needed to enable analytics. Uh, And then fast forward a couple of years, I got the opportunity to really develop our enterprise data governance program, uh, which was a really, really cool opportunity for me because it had been done in the past, but... Uh, you know, there was a lot of spe- skepticism, but I think for whatever reason, we had the right sponsorship. Uh, the organization was ready. Uh, we we it, today, even till today, it's one of the most successful, uh, you know, initiatives I worked on. I'm very proud of it. Uh, you know, so we started with four. KPIs, starting documenting those with four data owners and four data stewards. And today we have about like 40 data stewards and 40 plus data owners. And we, we you know, we do a lot of work with data governance. We've gone through multiple iterations of even technology implementation. So it's been a cool journey. Uh, and then, you know, continuing on my challenge and journey, I got the chance to actually lead our uh, accountable care organization. So in 2020, Cincinnati Children's decided to take on a and start an accountable care organization, which is really more of a value-based arrangement for Medicaid kids. And I really got the opportunity to lead that from an IT infrastructure and a technology uh, implementation perspective as well as working with our operational uh, leadership to develop SOPs, develop processes to leverage the technology. And I think that is an opportunity that one gets very rarely because I hired the whole team. Like it was starting over, really creating a new service for the organization. So it was a really, really cool and challenging experience. Got to implement a couple of EPIC, which is our electronic medical record system modules, which I had not done before. So that was cool. And uh, then in 2021, finally, we were doing some long-term planning. The organization was doing some long-term planning, really looking ahead to our 150th birthday. We developed a strategic plan, uh, which we uh, tagged with uh, calling "Pursuing Our Potential Together," and we really had some moonshot goals uh, as part of that. We want to be the best employer. We want to cure mental health. You know, we want to have the healthiest kids in our community, and our senior leadership, our executive leadership really, really, you know, uh, really sort of understood and realized that the foundation or to really achieve all these data strategy and investing in data was going to be a key foundational investment that we need to make. And as a result of that, my current role uh, as AVP of data analytics was uh, created. And that's where I am
0: today. Uh, very good. It's, it's an exciting career path. I can see how it's both got breadth and, and depth that you were able to put together over time. Uh, can you tell me more about uh, your current role? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So my as my current role,
1: like I said, I have the absolute privilege to lead our data and analytics strategy, and, which includes our uh, you know data governance program, uh, data literacy, data management, business intelligence. I have an AI and analytics team that we recently started uh, I've got our platforms and our database administrators, as well as our population health strategy, which is the accountable care organization. I still have that as my responsibility.
0: Okay, when you were talking, I thought these were things that you had jumped from one to the other. It seems like you were more collecting uh, as you went. You're talking about one of the uh, long-term goals is a best place to work. I guess I'm wondering how do you build and nurture uh, your your team? How do you make it a high-performing team?
1: Yeah, so um, I think when we think about a high performing team there are certain attributes right when you when you think of high functioning team you know aligned a shared goal a shared vision aligned goals open communication uh, people feeling empowered and heard and i personally put a lot of emphasis on communication because i think it's very important that one uh, people understand Uh, What the vision is and I'm not talking about communication that's just done what's one and done. It's this multifaceted multimodal communication where, uh, you know, you have to keep doing it right, Uh, you know, and in different forms and meet people where they are uh, communication in terms of, you know, where we're headed and why we're headed so it's important that the team understands the why behind what. Uh, And and giving them the opportunity to share feedback that is also part of the two way communication, you know, enlisting ideas, encouraging the team to come up with ideas and to try up new things. Um, Also, I think uh, the other thing that's important is to understand where what people's goals are and really connecting those back with the organizational priorities or projects that, you know, not only push forward our organizational priorities, but also help them develop in their own careers. So I think some, they're kind of all facets of communication, but different ways, right? You can, you just have to kind of have a pulse. I'm also fond of structure if I were, you know, I, I like to put a structure, uh, but transparency is an important thing, honesty, and then really leading with, leading with just sort of continuous learning is an important culture to develop uh, to nurture that kind of a team. I
0: think. So part of leadership can be the team that you have, and part of it can be the um, the healthcare objectives and, and the, the the physicians or the other uh, people who are using your technology. What, what strategies do you do you use to communicate complex data concepts and insights to non technical stakeholders?
1: Uh, yeah, I think. There are different ways we can we do that. And I've, I've done that, uh, whether that's, you know, I think stories do wonders, uh, adding context. I think it's really important for us to understand who the audience is. Who are we talking to? Are we talking to senior leaders? Are we talking to middle managers, you know, like business business leaders? Are we talking to analysts who are day to day doing the, the job that right. might be, you know, uh, might be disconnected a little bit from the or, or might need more detail than, you know, than the other folks may need? So one of the examples I can share is uh, during our data governance. Like I said, you know, when I launched the data governance program, it was an interesting exercise to explain people, uh, explain to people what data governance is, uh, you know, what the value of data governance is, right? Um, and we used lots of analogies, like um, traffic control, you know, for to talk about data quality and data lineage, and to uh, you know, we kept hearing the frame, uh, the phrase. Data is the new oil, yeah. But oil needs to be refined. What does that mean? It's, so I think I think that is important, and then adding context. So uh, you know, if I'm talking to a financial leader to really explain to them what it means if the data is bad to the numbers that they see at the end of the month versus a clinical leader. So if I'm using data to uh, really uh, do some clinical interventions, and we want all kids who are you know who are diabetic, for example. And if my data is not correct, and I miss one child, it's one child who may not get the the treatment that they deserve. So I think adding that context to explain why it's important to take care of data, or why why its data is hard, right? Uh, and and why we need the stewardship, and why we need that that sponsorship. I think those are some of the the techniques that I've used.
0: That's wonderful, and to hear you say that you're able to put. Yourself in their shoes and see something like uh, data governance, which can sometimes be more um, avoiding risk rather than creating, you know, uh, the, the next new capability. Um, it, it can be hard to get people to sign up for that. So putting them in, in, putting yourself in your shoes and helping them to see it, helping them to understand the challenge uh, um, and, and what they'll be able to get out of it, uh, I think is is incredible. Thank you, Bhavana Meta, for joining me today. And for anyone listening, please visit tech for additional interviews.
1: Thank you, Mike. Special.